Hey Explorers, welcome to episode 271 of the TDR Now podcast, where the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks and theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, and we're also covering other theme parks in Japan as well. You can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also all over social media under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one that is eating Lego-shaped food. (laughs) And joining, as always, is the wonderful Patricia. Hey, guys. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. And I guess I'm the one (laughs) trying to find recipes for buñuelos because I want to make Spanish hot chocolate for Christmas. (gasps) Ooh. So. That sounds really nice. I wonder if there's Lego-shaped buñuelos. Have you put up your Christmas tree? Okay. Let a me tell Christmas you something. Tree? My Halloween what? tree lasted a really long time this year, and I just okay. haven't felt in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> it means I'm too lazy to decorate the tree. Right. <laughs> so, um, uh, the angel is on it, and there's some lights, and Wait. I have the ornaments next to the tree. Is it an angel from Evangelion? It's an atheist angel. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, <laughs> no it's, it's, it's an angel like in a red dress and with wings and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put up my tree yet, and I know we're in December already. I've kind of been wanting to go. Okay, so it's like, uh, this is not Legoland related. We're going to be talking about Legoland, but I want to talk about Disney really quick. So, you know, the last few weeks or whatever, the Disney store in Shibuya celebrated its 30th anniversary because it was one of the first or the first Disney store in Japan. Oh, wow. And also uh, in Shinjuku, that store, which is the biggest in Japan, the biggest Disney store in Japan, just celebrated its first anniversary because it opened in 2021. Mm -hmm. And both of them have limited edition Christmas ornaments. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm not a Christmas ornament person. Mm Mm-hmm. But these ones are like the the traditional Christmas balls, like, you know, like the the tin ones, like just a yeah. regular, like just a ball. That's it. But on it, it says like, you know, Shibuya uh, Koendori, which is uh-huh. like Koendori is what Park Street is what it translates into or whatever. And then the other one says like Tokyo. What is the store actually called? Flagship. Uh, Flagship's Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Both of them are, you know, like anniversary editions of these Christmas ornaments. And you have to spend, I think it's 4,000 yen to get them, like as a free gift. And I've been I've been wanting to get them, but I'm like, do I really want to spend essentially 8,000 yen, 4,000 oh at each store just to get these free ornaments? Like, what would you even buy? I don't know. Like, that's a lot of clear files. Go on Mercari. <laughs> Just get it off of Mercari. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, it's easier. You don't like have extra things that you don't need. 
Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that because I want to put them on my Christmas tree. That's what I want to do. I don't know why. Are you your Christmas tree up? Uh, Not yet. The last few years, I've been decorating them with effectively my gelatoni plushes. (laughs) Hey, that's good enough. That's cute. Yeah, you know the ones that you get, you know, the little keychain versions of them? When I, because I I stopped, I stopped buying them, right? Because there was just too many. So I stopped buying them, I don't know, 2017, I want to say. And gelatoni came on 2014. So, you know, three years is a lot because that's like, what, four or five a year? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So I have more than enough. I have plenty. And also I have like these other plushes when Tokyo Disney, or was it Disney Store? No, it was it Tokyo Disney when they did this gingerbread motif? I think it was 2014 is when they did this. Mm-hmm. Where they had like all the like the Fab Five. Or no, Mickey, Minnie, Doll, and Daisy. It was just them. Just the four. And they were shaped as like gingerbread. But That's they cute. but they slipped into stockings. And those <laughs> were like those were the plushes for the year. So I have those and like I use those as you know Christmas ornaments. So there you go. <laughs> I have a very Disney Christmas tree, I guess. Yay. <laughs> Ours has, like, some Disney stuff on it. Like, it's a mix and match of, like, different things. Mm. My Christmas tree isn't, like, a full-on Christmas tree because it just won't fit in my apartment. Like, it's not, like, Mm -hmm. what I would have back home in Canada. But it's, what is it, like, four feet tall, I want to say? so it's That's not not bad. That's, like, the size of a child, right? Yeah, so it's not small. Like, it's not, like, Daiso- size it's like a foot it's like a foot like shorter than me (laughs) i can't reach the top of our christmas tree i have to like use a a chair and (laughs) how tall is it it's it's really tall like seven feet something like that like because the ceilings in the living room are a little bit higher and it's freaking tall and i can't reach it and that is another reason why because i'm the only one that decorates it so, like, to go <laughs> to put things on the top of the tree are, like, a pain. And I don't want to climb up the chair and then <laughs> climb down and then wrap the lights yeah. on the other side and then climb up the chair again and then wrap the lights on, the, you know, and go back and forth. Yeah. And it's, like, I guess, it's, like, just stressful thinking about it. Yeah. I, it's stressful. It is stressful. Christmas is stressful, okay? Like, <laughs> it's a really stressful holiday. <laughs> But you know what would be even more stressful? Oh, making no. making a Lego brick Christmas tree. That would be so, but it would be kind of fun too. I can it could go either way. It could be know. either really stressful or really soothing. <laughs> I don't know. Depending on how like if you have all the materials for it. I don't oh, I don't know. I have no idea. But that's a really good segue into Legoland. Do they have a Lego Christmas tree there? Like, is it yes. made? I mean, it yes. made out it's of Legos, a, of course. It is a Lego Christmas tree at Legoland Japan in Nagoya. And oh it is, oof, I don't know. I, I don't, like, officially, I don't know how tall it is, but it it must be 20 feet tall. Yeah. Like, it is not small. They don't mess around with, like, those no. Lego sculptures and stuff. Like, it's hardcore. We asked, and the Lego figure, like the Lego figures, is that the word? Or the Lego statues, Lego artwork, whatever you want to call them, they're imported. Like, they're not made in Japan. They're made, wait, where's Lego from? Denmark? No. What? So, yeah, do they they import them everywhere? So, like, all those Lego things that you see whenever you're overseas? All those statues and everything, they're not made in Japan. 
No, and some of them are really massive. Like they're brought over, like they're made overseas in Europe and brought over to Japan. We asked them. That's insane. So yeah, um, went to Legoland Japan for the very first time. I've never been to a Legoland ever. Like I've been to Orlando many times. I've been to Los Angeles or like Anaheim. Wait, where's Legoland in California? Do they have one in California? There is, I think. Is there? Wait. Well, it's on Anaheim. That's Disneyland. <laughs> We've never been like we I, we missed There's out Lego. on like the oh, San H- Diego. No, that's oh. SeaWorld. Oh my, I am terrible at this. Like, I'm going to type this in the Google right now. Legoland, <laughs> California. You know, I you thought I would have done this ahead of time. Carlsbad, 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 California. Where's that? Where is that? Where is California is massive. It opened in 1999. Oh, wow. Like, we missed our chance, I feel like, to go to Legoland. And the Legoland in Florida looks really cool. Like, they have, like, a water park, and the hotel looks cool. It's closer to San Diego and Tijuana. So, it's very south, I guess is the best way to put it. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so I've never been to a Legoland before. Sorry, which places did you say you weren't? I've never been to, no, we missed out. Like we, and and now my son is like a teenager. So we've aged out of it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of, you have to be like a Lego enthusiast or have children. Which there are a lot of Lego enthusiasts, to be honest. Yes, there are. There is. Well, before we talk about that, I just want to remind our wonderful listeners about our Patreon. So if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, where we have bonus episodes. We have I think it was 59 when I last checked. We have like 59 bonus episodes, something like that. We have a lot of lot of content for you to enjoy. So if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. So yeah, uh, we went to Legoland. They invited us to come and check it out. It's been on my list for a while to do. And I feel like they're trying to make Nagoya. So like Nagoya is between Tokyo and Kyoto slash Osaka. Mm-hmm. So it's like the stop in the middle, right? And unless you're like really in the know, you're not going to stop there, right? Like most visitors are not going to stop in Nagoya, right? Like there's things to do there, but like it's not top of mind. I mean, right? I think if they do go, it's probably for skiing. To go up to Nagano? Nagoya? It's, well, don't you go up to Nagano for skiing? I don't know. Well, I don't there's ski. multiple. There's a lot of places in Japan. Where we we that's why we went there. Okay, okay. Nagoya is not the most popular stop. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, it depends. You mean for foreigners, right? Yes, for for overseas tourists, not really the like. It's not top of mind. You know, yeah, compared to I other places. Yeah, because I think in Japan, it's a pretty big tourism. Yeah, for domestic tourism, sure. Like, there's plenty to do. Like, there's uh, Nagashima Spa Land, which has been there for years. If you're a roller coaster enthusiast, you know of Nagashima Spa Land near Nagoya, mm-hmm. right? Because they have like some really good roller coasters, which I haven't been yet. That's on my list of things to do. But Legoland, which opened in 2017, and the new Ghibli Park that just opened as well, which we talked about in a previous episode. So it feels like Nagoya is trying to, like that area is trying to get more overseas tourists to choose Nagoya as a stop because Nagoya is on is on the Shinkansen line so you Mm -hmm. can stop there if you have the JR pass right so you know they're it seems like they're trying to make it a a destination 
And, you know, one of those places is Legoland. And Legoland is what? It's about 30 minutes away from Nagoya Station. Like, it's one train line away. And it's, you know, it's not that far, I guess. I guess if you want to, like, maybe compare it to Tokyo Disney. Tokyo Disney is not in Tokyo, right? Um, It's a 20-minute train ride from Tokyo Station. And Tokyo Station is not the central, like, it's not central Tokyo, right? So if you're coming from anywhere else to go to Tokyo Disney, it's going to take you probably anywhere between half an hour to an hour to go to Tokyo Disney. So 30 minutes to Legoland from Nagoya is really not that bad. I liked it. I've never been to a Legoland before, and I I enjoyed myself more than I thought I would. What is there to do at Legoland? A lot of Lego-shaped food. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the my most favorite thing there was all the Lego shaped food, which apparently doesn't exist anywhere else. Cause I threw it on Twitter and everyone just went absolutely nuts for it. I guess Lego land in Florida and California don't do that. I don't know about the other Lego lands. I have no idea. I don't think so. I have no which idea. I guess makes sense. Like Japan likes to make things look cute. So like Lego brick shaped food just makes sense. Not that I'm complaining because it was, it was fun. There was a Lego brick shaped monaka, which is the like the the ice cream mm-hmm. like inside a in, inside of a wafer, and the wafer was shaped like a Lego brick, which I thought was pretty cool. They had Lego sh- Lego brick shaped um, French fries, <laughs> which is just ridiculous in itself. And it was one of those like shaka shaka potato, mm-hmm. you know. So they put different flavors in it. So there was uh, soy sauce and butter. And the other one was uh, corn potage, so corn soup, basically, and then just plain. And the potato, like the, the French fries were shaped as like the long Lego bricks, like the four, like, you know, the four like little nubs or whatever to look like a, just a line. Mm-hmm. And then the like the Lego brick, like the, 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 the square shaped with the four, which I thought was pretty clever. That sounds really cute. What else? Oh, the Lego Lego brick shaped buns for their burgers. Silly. It's just silly. It's what it is. Basically, it's just a silly. And they had a Lego shaped churro, which was better than anything I've had at Tokyo Disney in terms oh, of wow. churros. It was fresh. Like when I had it, I could uh-huh. just tell it was fresh. It wasn't sitting there. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tokyo Disney, but I know you guys just let them sit there and I can tell. <laughs> Legoland Japan, they don't. They're pretty, like, you know, as fresh as they can be. I even asked one of the staff, I said, when was this made? And they explained that they keep an eye on, like, how busy it is. And then they they only prepare so many to keep them as fresh as possible, which I could tell. It tasted very fresh. That's wonderful. (laughs) Which is really nice. And they also had the deep fried apple fries, I think they're called. Which apparently is a staple in the U.S. I didn't know that. I have no idea. Never? Oh, they're really good. It's it's basically like sliced apples. Uh-huh. Then they deep fry it, and it's covered in cinnamon and with whipped cream dipping sauce, basically. It sounds like it would be really good. It was so good. <laughs> it was <laughs> really good. I really enjoyed that. The food was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. The one thing I did take note of, their portion sizes were big for Japan. 
for Japan, I guess that's the asterisk there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, burgers were burgers, whatever. But the French fries that came with your meal? No, no, no. It wasn't like this little tub that had maybe 10 French fries in it that you would get at USJ or Tokyo Disney. No, I'm talking you got like a full-sized medium McDonald's fries is what you got. That is unheard of in a theme park. It was a lot of French fries. And then on top of that, every restaurant that was like um, like a counter service restaurant had a drink bar. Like everything was a drink bar. Oh, wow. That's kind of rare, right? Yeah, that does not happen. So the meal was a little pricey. I think we paid between sixteen to 1,700 yen for a meal, mm-hmm. which included the burger, the fries, and the drink. But the drink was a drink bar and the fries were like the portion size was pretty hefty. That works out to what, 14, 15 US dollars? something like that that's pretty good like if you want to compare it to other places right like in japan or even outside of japan like you got a decent amount of food for the money you were paying and plus it's shaped like legos which is really cute and there was a lot of options i was just impressed with the food there wasn't a lot of options but the options they had were pretty decent i was pleasantly surprised with all of that i really was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what kind of like attractions do they have? So most of it was just carnival rides. Anything like if you've ever been to a carnival or like a, a summer fair back mm-hmm. home, that's basically what the rides were for a lot of them. But they were all like Lego themed, right? So there was like, there's a merry-go-round, there's a family-friendly coaster, there's a spinning ride, like things like that, right? They did have like a bigger roller coaster, which what I would say would be more akin to Slinky Dog Dash at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that, that was probably the biggest ride they had. They had like a, a not so great version of Astro Blasters. It was very, you get in the car and you just shoot Lego shaped things in a, like a, it's like you're in a pyramid. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was in the like Egyptian slash pyramid area. Okay. And the right, yeah, it was just like you're you're going through a pyramid and you're shooting like scarabs and mummies and that's kind of cool things like that. But like yeah. like the guns you had mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them were oddly heavy. Like they were oh. just heavy for something that like. A child has to hold. You get like a workout. <laughs> I had a hard time like pressing like pressing the the trigger. I'm like, this is exhausting. Like, how how does this feel for a child? <laughs> you know, it was just uh, it was just a, it was weird. Honestly, it wasn't that great. But they also had this like submarine ride where mm-hmm. you got in a submarine. You know, kind of like akin to. The Finding Nemo submarine at Disneyland in California, or the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea at Disney Sea, kind of like kind of like that. Uh huh. But you're actually in the water, like you're looking in the water, like you know Disney Sea's. Spoiler warning: you don't really go underwater. Oh, so it's like the old Twenty Thousand Leagues. Yes, under like the that. Sea. Yeah. And there, there, there's actual fish in there. Like there's sharks and like oh, actual. Cool actual fish like yeah. aquatic life but also there's lego bricks in it as well 
There better be some Lego bricks. <laughs> There's like Lego brick sculptures, you know, like if you're like yeah, finding yeah. Atlantis. Yeah, you can like pass by it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like That's Atlantis cool. was all Lego bricks, but then there uh-huh. was like real sharks in the tank, which I thought yeah. was kind of interesting. So yeah, like you don't go for the attractions. Like if you've been to a carnival, don't expect much, honestly. You're not, yeah. So is there like shows or like what do you go for then? There is a there's a puppet show uh-huh. that is the Lego Ninja Go, I believe it's called. Uh-huh. It was a lot better than I was expecting. It's it's a 30-minute puppet show with oh, live actors. <laughs> and all the puppeteers are dressed in like black ninja outfits and they're puppeteering the Lego characters which are maybe like three feet tall. Mm-hmm. So there's like two quote unquote ninjas per Lego character, I guess. Yeah. So it's like this, it's just this long, like a 30 minute elaborate story of these two Lego characters that go on a journey, blah, 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 blah. They have to save the realm or whatever from an evil force. There's fighting and da, 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 da. Kind of, you know, kind of a stereotypical, typical story you would expect right from that kind of thing mm-hmm. but it was it was pretty good for a pu- like it was a puppet show with projection mapping and everything it was pretty good i honestly did not expect that honestly mm-hmm. probably my favorite thing was the factory tour oh hey that's pretty cool you get to go through this factory tour where you, you get to see how lego bricks are made mm-hmm so you go on like the factory floor and you get to see them go from the process of like these little like plastic pelts being pressed into Lego bricks, being decorated and then packaged. And then at the end of the tour, you get to keep it. You get to keep one of them and it says Legoland Japan on it and it's Aww. packaged and everything. Like it's done right there in front of you and you get to keep it, mm-hmm. which I thought that was actually really cool, especially for younger children. Like, that is, like, mind-blowing, right? Like, even for me, I just kind of thought, oh, that's really cool. I got to see, like, a Lego brick be made from start to finish. Yeah, I think that's I super interesting. That is super cool. And you get to keep an actual Lego brick that is made there mm-hmm. that says Legoland Japan on it. Like, I, I have it right here with me. Like, you kind of hear the <laughs> plastic. Like, it's packaged. It says Legoland Japan. Are the Lego so like the Legos that they sell there? Are those all made like locally, like in the factory, or like that's kind of cool? Based off of what I saw in the shops, it's all stuff you can pretty much find it at any Lego store. Okay. So it was nothing like so not specifically like me. No, no, I don't. It, it didn't look like it. I, like it was all just stuff that you could find in other Lego stores. So yeah, there's just like there was a couple like Lego Land exclusive sets. But mm-hmm. it looked like they were like Legoland, meaning you can buy it at any Legoland around the world. Okay. Not not necessarily Japan. But they did have like some Legoland Japan like exclusive merchandise. Like there was the the hooded like blankets, you know, like the ones that you put around your shoulders. They're fleece and they button up in front of you. That's a very Japanese thing. Mm-hmm. So they had those that said Legoland Japan on it. They had um omiyage. Like snacks. Yeah, so there, I think there was some chocolates and there was like some candies and they all came in like, you know, brick shaped things that said Legoland Japan on it, which is pretty cool. And apparently the shop in Legoland Japan 
is one of the biggest in Japan, or if not the biggest Legoland or like Lego shop in the country. Because they had pretty much anything Lego they had there, like in terms of like the sets. Mm-hmm. Like they had the entire range of the Super Mario Brothers Lego sets. They had every single one there. They had all these like Lego sets I've never even heard of before. Like just everything Lego. They even had the 80,000 yen Titanic Lego set there. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> if you're a Lego enthusiast, I guess you would know you go to Legoland Japan because they have, I guess, the biggest selection in terms of like the Lego, Lego merchandise, I suppose. But <laughs> you want to know what my favorite thing was there? What? They had a miniature land. Like it was right in the middle of the park and it was lego lego bricks of mm-hmm. all the major like landmarks in japan oh and yeah i spent an hour there going through it it was so freaking cool i love like, oh i would go there just for that because it was just it was so detailed mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. so well done like they had tokyo and tokyo was obviously the biggest part of it yeah then they had they had a freaking Lego Shinkansen that went from Tokyo to Osaka. Yeah. Like you could watch it go between the two. And then they, 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 they had a whole thing for Osaka. They had Kyoto. They had Sapporo. They had just all these major landmarks of Japan made out of Lego. They have like a sm- like a really smaller version of that in um, the Lego thing in Odaiba. It's oh, yeah, really I've, cool. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just so impressive to see. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, yeah. It was so I, I think neat. that's super interesting. Like it's it's wild to think about them making it. You know what I mean? Like looking at all the details. Mm-hmm. And they've, I don't know if it's a recent thing or not, but there's AR involved in it as well. So if you scan like uh, some of the displays will have a QR code. You scan it, loads up a website, and then like you take your phone and you point it at certain objects in, in in these displays and then like ar things start happening mm-hmm. so you can see like dragon like lego dragons and stuff fighting or flying through the air it's just like it's just it's a really neat display like they've done a really really good job <laughs> my only concern is um the maintenance on those things because they're outside oh in the sun and the rain and the elements. Uh-huh. So I'm like, ooh, what's the maintenance on these things? Because there's like there's just moving parts. You know, yeah. like things are moving and stuff. I'm like, ooh, this must be a lot of work to keep maintained, right? <laughs> and they also had like a a Christmas area, which was like a, a stamp rally, is what it was, like a free stamp rally. And if you went through, it was all like all these like different like Lego Christmas displays. You did the stamp rally, you stamped your like little passport thingy, you collect all the stamps, then you can do like a free gotcha, like a Christmas gotcha thing. I, I never did that. I was like, eh, I don't really need a random gotcha, so I didn't bother doing it. So like they decorate like for the holidays, like Christmas or Halloween might be a time that people want to go more? Yeah, so the it's called Brickmas. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> At the entrance to the park, they have like this gigantic Lego Christmas tree that you can get your picture in front of. And there's a Lego Santa with reindeer. Cool. It's very involved. 
Uh-huh. Like I, I'm very impressed that they would do something like this because it's a lot. And for something that's like a month and a half long, mm-hmm. it's just, just a lot of effort. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I, I put off visiting Legoland for so long. Yeah. I just I, I just wasn't sure, you know? Uh-huh. Will you go again soon? Will you go for like Halloween or something like that? I would go for the seasonal events just to look at the displays. Because mm-hmm. noth- I guess nothing else would really change, right? Obviously, the attractions don't change. Um, the food might. They did have some Christmas-specific food. So it's not something I would like go for multiple times a year if I'm not in the area, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like if I was going to Nagoya, I would like, yeah, I would definitely go to Legoland. Like you don't even need a full day there. Like I think they're only open to like four or 5 PM every day. Mm-hmm. Cause like really like, it's not like Disney or universal where there's like, there's just so much to do. You, you're going to be waiting for hours in line. It's not yeah. like that. Is it very, so it's not super crowded. When we went, no, it wasn't. I mean, like we even went on a holiday day mm-hmm. and we were told, oh, it's going to be really busy. And we got there. We're like, it's not that busy. The highest wait is 30 minutes. Oh, it's not bad. It's yeah. like, okay, well, it's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess if you're like really used to crowds, Legoland is like a literal walk in the park. It's like they like they even have um like a skip the line type of pass. I don't really see the need for that, really, to be honest. I don't, I don't think you really need that. But overall, I would probably go like once or twice a year kind of thing that's a lot yeah just for probably just for like christmas and halloween is probably what i would go for Mm -hmm. if if i'm being honest yeah it's kind of out there like i said it's like 30 minutes from nagoya and it's on like a an island not really an island but like a pier i guess and there's like a there's like a shopping area that surrounds it there really wasn't much there to be quite honest there was a cocoa curry which i love i love cocoa curry but it was just like like shop, like random shops and restaurants and stuff. It's like, oh, I don't know, I can kind of find these anywhere. At the same train station, there's the Maglev Train Museum. Oh, so you could like plan out your day. You could like maybe do both. For sure. I think the train museum closed at like five or six. Mm-hmm. And you probably want to dedicate like a good three, four hours there. So it, it might be like a two-day endeavor for like a day and a half. Do one day at Legoland, and then like the morning, the next day at Legoland, then go to the train museum right after that. That's if you have kids <laughs> with you, right? Because I could imagine things are a little bit slower with children. I don't really have that experience, but based off of what I've seen with friends, <laughs> the things take a little bit longer with children, right? But yeah, the the train museum is wonderful as well. And it's at the same train station. So it's Definitely one of those things like you want to do both. You want to do Legoland and you also want to do the the Maglev Museum too. And of course, on top of that, like in, in Nagoya, we already did an episode on Ghibli, the Ghibli Park. So yeah, you can definitely spend you know, three or four days in Nagoya just doing all these different things. There are things to do in Nagoya. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a lovely place to visit. Definitely, like if you're someone who's been to Japan before and you're looking for something else to do that's like different from, you know, just doing Tokyo again or just doing Osaka again or just doing Kyoto again, go to Nagoya and get yourself some miso tonkatsu. <laughs> this is so good. 
and go to the Jitli Park and go to Legoland and go to the Maglev Museum and then go to Nagashiba Spa Land and see Nagoya Castle. You know, there's there's a lot to do. There's a TV tower there, which, oh, well, I don't know, it's a TV tower. You can see it for free outside, but yeah, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't think we would talk this long about Legoland. That sounds super cute. Oh, and there's also the hotel. There's a hotel that is literally a stone throw away or a Lego brick throw away <laughs> from <laughs> the entrance to Legoland. It's literally right there. We didn't stay in there because I did not want to pay 300 some dollars a night for it. For the countryside? No. <laughs> no, that was very expensive. Yeah. Like, not paying that. No thanks. Wow. Like, as much as I would like to yeah. for the experience, it's just, mm, that's, mm, no thanks. Mm-hmm. But we did go in the lobby and it looked really cute. Like just very colorful, very primary color. Yeah. <laughs> With all the Lego bricks and stuff. So I will have a video up on YouTube at some point, probably not by the time this podcast comes out, but there will be a video of our experience. So keep an eye out for that. Um, is there anything else about Lego line you want to know? Uh, no, I think that's it. It really doesn't require as much planning as Universal or Disney. It really doesn't. Oh, what's like the, I guess like the ticket cost or whatever. Good question. I think it's like, you know, I don't even know. And I'm going to guess it's probably like 4,000 yen. Okay. Not, not bad. I was right. It's 4,500 yen. Okay. All right. Oh, there's also a, like a, an aquarium, which we didn't do. Oh, cool. That's right there too. It's like adjacent to the hotel. Oh, like step outside of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an extra. If you want to add that onto your ticket. So the if you want to just do the park, it's 4,500 yen. But if you want to add on the sea life, it's 5,300 yen total. Mm-hmm. So what, an extra 800 yen? Good old Legoland. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we go, though, I want to th- we want to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers that are supporting us over on Patreon. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Crispy, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, and Marina. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Marie, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, WWN, Peach. Make sure you rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or what, Spotify, whatever you're listening to us on. <laughs> and yeah, you can find us up over on our website at tdrexplorer.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And yeah, I'm still trying to get over eating Lego brick-shaped food. <laughs> and joining us always is the wonderful Patricia. I wonder if they sell, because I would, I would imagine this is like a no-brainer. Do they sell things to make Lego food at home? Like, you know, like a sandwich press or like, instead of like takoyaki, it's like Lego yaki. <laughs> I oh guess that would God. be harder because you have to roll it around. No, I never <laughs> saw like, that. Like, instead of like Casella cakes, but it's Legos. Oh my God. No, I never saw that. Like, I feel uh, like that has to exist, right? Uh, somewhere. I would buy that. If you guys, <laughs> if totally you listeners know, tell us because that would be so freaking fun. It really would. All right, explorers, we will talk to you in the next episode. All right, guys. Bye. Right. Bye.